0: Welcome back to the Big Gay Comfy Couch Podcast, Episode Six. Welcome, guys. Yeah, how's it going today, Ty? Good. Very good. It's a beautiful day.
1: It was. It was really sunny today, and I didn't go outside once. <laughs> oh. Um,
0: today we're going to be talking a bit about uh, the World Cup and uh, the details kind of surrounding that and taking kind of a look from a queer perspective and where everything kind of is. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: So first off the bat, I just want to say that I actually don't know much about sports in general, but especially about the World Cup. Though I played soccer while I was younger, I was never really into watching it. But I know FIFA is like a very big deal around the world. Yeah. I think isn't soccer one of the most popular sports? It is, yeah. Like across the world?
0: Yeah, and so this year, uh, the World Cup's being hosted in um, a country called Qatar. And it's a smaller country just off the coast of Saudi Arabia. Um, and I think the interesting portion of this, I mean, maybe um, not from... Maybe from a world stage point of view, but I don't know if this was incorporated into the bidding, is that uh, in Qatar it is, uh, you know, punishable by death to be gay. Um, And that's definitely something that exists within uh, the country itself, but also just with its religious um, beliefs being very, um, you know, Islamic. So, yeah
1: yeah and it's not the only country that it's like punishable by death i don't think to be gay sadly i think
0: the the issue that i think of when i think of this situation with the fifa world cup is that the idea to allow a country to exist in in terms of uh the world stage and to basically obtain revenue and income, like from an economic standpoint, when they don't uphold like, you know, the basic human rights that every country should uphold, like for its citizens, um, is kind of an issue. And I know people make, make the argument of like, oh, it's like, you know, it's a different culture, different religion, but I think when it comes down to it, like if you are at threat of being murdered, simply for being who you are, then I think there's, you know, a space where North American countries or developed or developing countries should say, you know, this should factor into whether we choose to to host something that's so <clears throat> impactful um, and can ultimately set up a country to, you know, further increase its platform, further increase its presence on the world stage. Um, so I think that's something to like be mindful of in these situations. I know like for comparison, like, you know, there's a bit of a, a, a difference going on in the, the world of golf where quite a bit of, um, you know, top golf players are moving over to Saudi Arabia. And the argument is being made now by the PGA Tour, who wasn't paying their golfers very well, that, um, you know, Saudi Arabia doesn't treat like he, like the human uh, experience there isn't like the same. They don't treat citizens as well, um, and therefore you should work with them. And I, I think if you were going to make that argument in one or area within North America, you should make it like across the war uh, across the board. So um, those are just a bit of my thoughts on subject matter. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's interesting because like I, I feel like I hold the same view like if you're not upholding basic human rights, which is just like don't kill people for doing something harmless, Mm -hmm. then perhaps you shouldn't be hosting world events like that. But I feel like just from what I know, like the Middle East is in like a whole different paradigm of thinking, Right. like I feel like it's very different out there from how it is here. And so it's like, I don't even know if that topic would be, like, breached by people there. Like, the topic of, like, homosexuality and, like, oh, like, should it be illegal or... I mean, I'm sure it is, but when you think about, like, living in a country where things are so bad in that regard and so, like, repressed, like, I don't even know how you start like a point of change and i think maybe international pressure could be like a window to that because like how many people are realistically going to come out if they could be killed for it like publicly but it's almost like you need some people to come out publicly to start making a change Mm -hmm. so that people can be like oh like that's my cousin or that's my brother or sister or whatever and they're totally great people so I don't know, it's just like, I don't know how change in a country like that can happen.
0: Well, I don't think it comes from the outside world reinforcing that we're like, we wanna make, we wanna foster a relationship in your current state, the way you mm-hmm. are, we, want, we wanna we want support you in this huge event and hope, like have you host and bring in like, you're basically like, you're holding, You know, because FIFA and soccer is so big, like you're holding together like some of the, like you're holding together the world for this event. And to hold that, I feel like you really have to have, um, you know, a balanced like mindset towards like human existence and like religion Mm. and sexuality and gender. And it shouldn't be, I really don't know if it makes sense to have a country that has such a strong stance on like women on gay people on religion like I don't know if that's necessarily the best I'm sure I mean I presume they won't really focus on that front um but it is interesting and I think I mean another another point or topic of conversation is that David Beckham is going to be kind of the front runner and like kind of spokesperson I would say for the FIFA World Cup in Qatar and you know he's been someone that's been more of a gay a- a ally and advocate and is you know good friends with Elton John and and you know he's getting paid like quite well <clears throat> to be there and it's interesting cuz it's like is that really um a good a good stance to kind of take of all the like, kind of countries in in any world cup that he could host you'd think that maybe he would like decline this one and be like you know this is probably you know not not the best um with my platform and I don't like support this country especially when you're already like worth like a billion dollars where it's like do you really have to like take on this on this role
1: yeah I wonder when he signed that contract and if he was if he was like putting that thought into it of like oh, how is this going to be received? And, you know, is this in line with my, like, ideals? Or was he just thinking, like, oh, sweet, I get to be, like, the spokesperson for the World Cup and that's something that I'm interested in doing.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, like, kind of, like, asking, like, did you think about doing something before signing it? Yeah. Which is, like, a basic... I mean, you're not going to sign a contract and... And not uh, not read it.
1: Um, You'd think he's at the level where like he would have some advisors or something too, at least lawyers. Um, So I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting, and I wonder what his take on it is now.
0: um, Yeah, or if he's gonna go and like make more of a stance. Like maybe he'll say something. You never know. Yeah, make it big. What his um, what. Uh, kind of decisions he'll make in terms of speaking I'd be surprised if like he he went that kind of route but um, yeah it's definitely just interesting I think the idea I mean I think it's from a a North American perspective it's always interesting like hearing these things but not like obviously you don't necessarily experience them because if you think about how Mm. many gay people are probably like living in that in the country of Qatar have like no option to like leave because you know it's a poor country and they can't just like get a passport and like move away and seeking asylum seems easy on paper but is more or less pretty difficult especially from like a poor country like it's easier to seek asylum if you're coming from like Russia or like a different country but i just feel like, I feel bad for any individuals that are, like, there and just, like, have no one to talk to. Like, I cannot tell anyone, that, like, at the risk of, you know, being killed. But they still are who they are. And it's just hard. It's hard to fathom that, you know, to exist in a world where being who you are and these, like, feelings that you have and you just, like, can't, you know, express them really in any in any way I mean I don't know details as to how seriously they take like the death penalty but just the fact that that's like a law is like pretty wild
1: yeah yeah I think if you're in a a country like that excuse me it must be really hard to come to terms with your sexuality and I feel like the bottom line is that so many people wouldn't they would just live their lives in the closet and they may not even realize it because that chance is never even given to them mm-hmm. to be themselves in like a safe environment. So like though they may have experienced same-sex attraction, I doubt many people would ever like acknowledge it.
0: Yeah, it's um it, it's interesting. Yeah, I just feel like it's sad in today's day and age that someone would have to go through their whole life like hiding who they are and never be truly happy or like seek like there's a certain happiness where you can completely be yourself like mm-hmm. in a room and with people that like you can't you can never get while you're still in the closet um, and I think that I can't imagine like I can only imagine the similarities which are not like like apples to apples at all but just being someone that you know in the 1900s 1800s that you know just had to marry a woman and like that was kind of you know the deal there was no outlet or no other option really other than being like cast out of society you know you weren't you wouldn't be necessarily like legally killed for for it but it was definitely looked down down upon but uh yeah I just think progress isn't necessary um and I don't know when that will come because it's obviously like a tough nut to crack to to break through that religious barrier because it means so much to a lot of these countries.
1: Yeah. It makes me like wonder more how it happened here. Like in general were western countries always just more liberal? Cuz I know like here it wasn't it was illegal at one point too and mm-hmm. but I don't know, I just feel like there's such a hostility towards it towards being gay in like places like Qatar, And it's like, yeah, I don't know how that process begins. Maybe from international pressure or I don't know. Mm -hmm. I feel like you really do need like kind of public figures that people like leading the way. Like David Beckham and stuff.
0: Yeah, but I mean, again, I wouldn't say that he's necessarily like the most like outspoken ally. Like he's definitely like obviously supports like the lgbtq plus community but i don't don't know if i've ever really seen him like really voice like a stance on any of that on any of those issues which is like fair enough um right but i think because you know he's quite like a a well-known soccer player and he's good friends with elton john and um you know supports like a lot of like, nonprofits that are, like, very pro-equality, and it's not even that, it's not even, like, just LGBTQ plus rights, it's, like, woman, women's rights, like, you know, mm-hmm. supporting, like, women who, who play soccer, like, trying to ensure that they get, like, a platform that, like, they need to, to rise to, so, yeah, it's just, uh, like, equality, like, basic equality for and what should be represented at something called like the World Cup. Like when it's the world, it's like everyone should be kind of set on, on you know the same platform and you kind of take down barriers where there's different languages or religions or cultures or backgrounds. And you kind of like, you know, it's kind of a moment to really understand that we're all human. Like you think about the idea of like the FIFA World Cup, like everyone is there for the same like human instincts. Like I want to be there. I want to watch some like, people compete, like kick kick a soccer ball around, like around see who wins and, you know, cheer for my favorite team. Like that at its base is what people are going to do. And it shows you that like, we as humans are just all very similar. So it's like, why do we have to have like, these divisions that go as far as like, killing people for who they are, you know? So, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. Interesting country to choose.
1: And another thing I was kind of wondering is, like, how a country is chosen to be the host yeah. of the World Cup. Um, so did you find anything out about that?
0: Yeah, so it's done similarly to, like, the Olympics, where a country will bid um, on hosting, and then the committee, like, vets if, it, if it's deemed appropriate financially and, like they basically make a proposal and then like the committee will like accept, um, someone based off of like how they hosted the games before. Um, do they have the financial capacity to host it? Do they have a good area? Um, do they have hotels? Do they have like services, et cetera? Um, but I do think a lot of, to do with this stadium and this building, they, they used a lot of migrant workers. Um, who were underqualified like, under and overworked. So there were quite a few deaths um, yeah. involved. Like we're talking thousands of deaths um, just to build these stadiums. Um, so I think on a lot of fronts, um, it, it is probably not, um, was probably not maybe the best call to make, but at the same time, it's like that it also brings in a lot of like, um, economic growth for the people who live there and work there too so it provides their families with a lot of income so it's like a lot of like give and take
1: yeah it's interesting because i was learning the other day that while the olympics i think they used to be more profitable than they are now just because there's such a cost associated with um all the infrastructure they need to build like transportation housing all the people coming yeah all those things and the stadiums which then aren't really always repurposed in a very good way like even um yeah just like countries that have hosted them in the past they've spent a lot of money and not necessarily like made it back
0: yeah it depends on like the way you do it like it and if you're a developing or developed country and you integrate it into your city like yeah if it becomes
1: like a core piece of infrastructure like
0: after the games but if you build it way out like in like some like you know, flat land that nobody visits and it, and you don't have, like, I, I'd be curious to know where, like, what happens to Qatar's, like, massive, like, World Cup soccer stadium and, like, what that gets used for that's going to be, like, profitable
1: yeah. for the country. But, like, yeah. But it seems to me that, like, the reason people, like, countries want to host these type of things is more about, like, national pride in, yeah. like, um, world recognition yeah. kind of thing. Mm -hmm. which is funny because I feel like that totally backfired for them. In what sense? Well, at least in the West, I feel like there's a lot of negative press going on because of a lot of people objecting to them being hosted there.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think, but they're still getting their, like, name out there, and I said, like, all publicity is good publicity in a way, but um, I think in a way i think if they're hosting the games too and they see that see this feedback i don't know if they do like from like north america but i imagine they do because the us is like kind of in a lot of ways still the center of like everything and like a lot of conversations that they see like the issues that other countries have and maybe that does spike them to be like maybe we should be like more accepting of people who Aren't is like is like Muslim or like of a religious faith that are, is strong in our country to be like accepted, um, so it's like steps that it needs to take to kind of like get to a better place.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, do you have any other any other thoughts? Um, Dua Lipa is not performing. <laughs> no, did she decline? I don't... She she made a statement basically saying that she was never in talks to, isn't performing there. So I wonder why people thought she was. <laughs> curious.
0: Yeah, I think I can uh, pull up who is performing. I think there were a couple surprising, like... Um, I think it was Black Eyed Peas is
1: performing. Um, uh,
0: performing at the World Cup. Uh,
1: We need, like, Lady Gaga or Cher to, like, roll in there. Yeah, I don't (laughs) think they would say I don't think they will. But I feel like, you know, and hang hang the pride flag (laughs) or something.
0: Yeah, they probably would. Lady Gaga for sure would. Yeah, but... Yeah, the first thing that comes up, Julia Lipa denies she's performing at the Guitar World Cup.
1: <laughs> denies makes it sound like, I don't know, like someone accused her of performing
0: there. Yeah, that's like the most things that came up, I can't even get like the actual... oh even interesting artists that have refused
1: to yeah i think there's quite a few that have refused to yeah yeah i guess that's another interesting point is that like on one hand you want these people not to perform because in a way you want them not to support said countries
0: yeah broad stewart was asked to perform and he was given a lucrative, lucrative offer and he said they offered me a huge amount of money over a million dollars for the performance but I turned it down because I don't think it's right to go to a country with those ideas and values I also think the Iranians should also stop supplying them with weapons and wow and the artists that have said yes are Jason Derulo, Clean Bandit Sean Paul Black Eyed Peas, Nicki Minaj, BTS, or Jungkook Cook of BTS. Um, wow, pretty big names. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It depends how people do it, but I really do think if you have power and influence, you have to. And, and that you're, you're making your legacy, right? Like people will always remember, like history will always remember who was at that, like, you know, stage and what they got paid and what it contributed to so i think that's always something to uh to keep in mind but uh, they're free to make their own decisions as well
1: yeah mm-hmm. all right well i think that's a good place to leave it off for <laughs> yeah, today i think so yeah
0: thank you guys so much and we'll catch you on the next podcast episode take care see you guys